Oh, okay, I'll start again. Hi, my name is Terry R., and I'm a 100-pounder, and my number is 310-918-6367. I have, um, just to get the statistics out the way, um, I came into the rooms um, on February 5th of 2008. I was 340 pounds. Um, I'm down uh, um, almost 150 pounds. Um, I've been abstinent for um, it'll be it'll be 10 years at the end of this month, and um, I uh, as an abstinent my my abstinence is three meals a day, two optional snacks. I don't eat after eight, and I don't eat white flour or desserts. And then there's some other things, but that's that's pretty much my abstinence. Um, so those are the statistics. Um, okay, so um, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Um, what is what it was like? Um, I was always, um, you know, a little overweight as a kid, um, and then it became. And I'm just going to skip a little bit. Um, uh, you know, I, I did always like food. I didn't think it would be an issue. I just thought, you know, I was only maybe uh, had maybe I. 10, 15 pounds to lose as a kid. Didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I love food. Um, but I was always, uh, I was, uh, my, my parents kept me active, so I think that kind of um, uh, helped with, uh, with my weight. Um, and uh, let's see, myself as well. Um, and um, like I said, I always liked food, and in my family, food was um, food is love, not was love. It is love. So, um, so that's you know we congregate over food. We always um, have, and um, I suspect we always will. Um, and uh, you know, and I use that to compensate for you know for my feelings. Actually, um, I use it to actually express my feelings. Um, regardless of whatever the feeling is, whether I'm happy, I'm sad, um, and anything in between. And I didn't realize that until I got into the rooms. But, um, yeah, so I always, um, always love food. Um, I I don't – I probably stole food. I probably did as a kid. But I remember stealing money to get food um, from my dad. I remember stealing money, and I got caught um, at some point, um, and I never stole a kid. <laughs> that was the most embarrassing thing ever. Um, and uh, but I would steal steal money for food, um, mainly for food. Um, I remember one time as a kid, um, my neighbors um, we went into a store, and my father was a friend of the, the store manager, store owner. And um, and so I was talking to him to distract as my friends stole candy, and uh, and then we left the store and then we um, split the candy as we were going out. So that time I didn't actually, so I did steal food. Um, so uh, I yeah so so at that point um, yeah we uh, we split the candy and and, and uh, yeah that was it there. But uh, like I said, I always love food. It wasn't until I was 
uh, I was um, out of high school in my first year in college, which I was going locally. My mom's house um, uh, caught on fire, and we were displaced. And um, the insurance company put us up in a hotel, a nice hotel, and um, and I discovered room service. And uh, in order to compensate for the um, not, you know, being in our our home, uh, I, uh, I, I said that that hole that missing was food, and um, so I used room service um, to compensate, and so I would have a big breakfast, and I didn't have to pay for it, so I just gave my room number, and um, I ate, I ate big, a big breakfast, I would come home for lunch, I'd have a big lunch, I'd come home for dinner, have a good, you know, have a big dinner, you know, all for me free of charge. And over the three months it took for my mom's house to be um, uh, put back, um, I had gained 60 pounds. And at that point I didn't realize it, but I crossed this imaginary threshold and I could never get back. So, like, I, you know, I just thought, oh, if I gained it this fast, I could lose it this fast. And I never was able to do that. And then the struggle just continued. And I was, you know, I, I would say you know, 20 at this point. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, I just thought I needed a little willpower, as my my dad would always say, which I just absolutely hated um, when he would say that, which one, it implied that I was weak, and another was that, um, I don't know, I just felt like I was inept. And it just just made me mad for so many different reasons. Um, But because it made me mad, I would eat over it, and I'd be so angry. And I eat more and more um, at him, at my, my dad. Um, you know, he'd call me, you know, different kind of names and, you know, and, you know, talking to a therapist now, you know, they thought that, you know, she said that at that point, um, they thought that was encouraging. You know, I'm 54 years old now, so that was a while ago. But, um, yeah, so, uh Yeah. Uh, so, so I ate over it. Um, you know, at at best, I lost weight. Um, got down on the scale. I'll say maybe two times um, before going into a way. One time was at was at my job because they gave us a, they gave me you know they would give a, a bonus you know money. Um, for losing a certain percentage of weight, um, and I got that bonus, and then I got the money, and then I proceeded proceeded to celebrate with the money, and and celebrate by eating, by you know, and I, you know, and then I started to pick up the weight, and then I came back, and I got back to my original weight plus, and um, yeah, and, but I just thought that um, I needed to just figure this out. It was something that it was in my power to do, and so I used all, you know, I used the commercial diets one, I used more than once more than twice, probably more than 10 times. Um, you know, I had a little booklet to show for it. And um, I realized at some point it didn't work when um, on on a Monday, of course, you know, you always started to start a diet on a Monday. Um, I um, ate all my points for the day and my flex points for the week um, by noon on Monday. And I finally realized, you know, it scared me because I was like, oh, my gosh, I thought this was going to be the answer, this this program, because I was just all about moderation. I just needed to figure it out. And um, and it just really scared me. And I remember 
a few years prior, a neighbor had told me about, and I live in Los Angeles, um, and a neighbor had told me about this program called OA, and she's like, oh, I don't eat flour and sugar, and da 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 da, da. she was so happy, and I just thought to myself, good for you. I wasn't interested, I, but I was very polite. She didn't know that I had an attitude when she was telling me about it, but, you know, like I was, uh, you know, very not interested. And um, she had told me this eight years prior before I actually considered going. And um, and then once I got desperate, you know, once that one commercial you know, diet place didn't work for me, and I just, I, I, I just knew, I, I just couldn't figure it out. And by this time, um, you know, I was, you know, I was up on the scale. You know, I never thought I'd be 200. I was 200. I never thought I'd be 250. I was 250. Never thought I'd be 300. I was 300. So I could see the pattern, and my pattern was in 50, 50 pound increments. It wasn't in five or 10 pound increments. It was in 50 pound increments. And so I was 340, so I was like, I knew 350 was right around the corner. Um, by that time, it, you know, kind of dawned on me that, okay, maybe I need to look at this. And, uh, like, not in my power. So I was like, okay, what was that thing? And I, I was fresh out of ideas, basically. Um, and so I said, what is this What is this thing? And so I Googled it. I happened to be in my office. I Googled it and I went to a meeting, and I was sitting in the um in my car right before the meeting. I was early, ironically. And um, I remember promising myself three things. And the three things I promised myself was, one, that I wouldn't sit in the back. Two, that if there was an opportunity to share, I'd share. And the three, I would stay to the end. That's exactly what I did. So I walked into the room. It was in a circle. So I couldn't I couldn't sit in the back. Um, There's an opportunity to share, and I shared. And I remember I shared, I remember I cried, and I remember I was nervous because I never liked speaking in public, um, especially, you know, let alone, you know, a bunch of strangers. Um, but I remember sharing, and I remember at some point um, I said, all I want is a big snicker. Not a regular snicker, not a mini snicker, but one of those big king-size snickers. And I remember people smiled and nodded, and it was the most affirming thing I had ever felt. Um, you know, like my eating was my my big dirty secret but I, I thought nobody could see but, <laughs> but yeah it was my it was my big dirty secret and um and I just you know at that moment it felt like I was around people who understood and um I stayed to the end and people were you know there were people who were in, in the room that was they were very helpful they were very they were very kind and um I just felt like they understood I couldn't tell you who was in the room I couldn't tell you who talked to me I mean it was all a blur but as um, I was standing at the door talking to these ladies, I didn't know who they were. This lady passed by me, and she touched my arm, and she said, keep coming back. And ever since February 5th of 2008, I just keep coming back. And that lady was Francine F., who I feel like just was like my person. Um, and she saved my life, um, among other people in a way. And um, but I'm so grateful for for, for Francine F. Um, so ever since February 5th of 2008, um, I've kept coming back. It hasn't been perfect. It's been imperfect. Um, but um, I have recovery. Um, I'm a sponsor. I have a sponsor. Um, I have right now. I, 
for East Fonsies, um, and um, this program um, has taught me how to love myself when I was so very hard on myself. Um, it's taught me how to be gentle when I would beat myself up. It's taught me that I matter. It's taught me all the things that I had no idea that OA would teach me. Um, you know, as you hear people say, you know, I come for the vanity and stay for the sanity, and that's exactly what happened. Um, I have, um, I'm now, I don't feel it's more, I was 194 pounds. And, um, yeah, um, and I am, uh, I have, you know, more weight to lose, more weight to let go of. I didn't lose it, actually, because I can find it, like, that it's not gone like lost um i let it go um i i just i describe each weight each pound that i let go of as a pound of surrender um i can't do it my way um this program has also taught me about surrender about um surrendering my will um i had had that the way i would thought of the the definition of surrender was a loss that I lost, I'm a loser, I am not smart enough, not good enough, whatever. But I heard in these rooms someone say that surrender is moving to the winning side. And that is my definition of surrender. So I have moved to the winning side because the other side was a battle that I was losing. And I have moved to the winning side and I've been embraced, surrounded, and loved on the surrender side. And I am so grateful for it because OA saves my life every day. Um, I was gaining anywhere, I was gaining on average about 10 pounds a year. And if we do the math, it's been about 15 years, I'd be, you know, 150 pounds plus from my 340. Um, uh, and um, it was tough at 340. So I couldn't imagine, um, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine just continuing to go up because it, it would it definitely um, would be a struggle had I lived. And um, I am uh, grateful for these rooms, whether it be in person, virtual, through Zoom, or through the phone, however we get the message, however we're able to um, come together. It is, um, it's a blessing. It is a total blessing. And going back to when I was in my car right before my first meeting, um, I was sitting in my car and made those three promises. And I had to look back at this. I didn't know at the time. Yes. Remaining. Three minutes, you said? You have five minutes. Five minutes. Okay, thank you. Um, when I was, when I was um, in the car, um, looking back, um, I realized that um, I wasn't making those three promises to myself, the promise to, you know, not sit in the back, to share, if I have an opportunity to share, to share, and to stay to the end. I didn't make those to myself because I broke every promise I had, pretty much I had ever made to myself. Um, that might be exaggeration, but, you know, like 80, it was an 80-20 rule. Like I broke a lot of my promises. And so what I realized is that I wasn't promising that to myself. 
my higher power, who I call God, was sitting in the in the car with me, and I made those promises to him. And um, I'm so grateful he's there. Um, he's there with me every day, um, you know, and that's part of this. Part of that is based on the work that I do. A lot of that is based on the work that I do in this program, outside of this program. For me, this this program comes first um, over everything because without this program, this spiritual program, I'm I could be incapable of doing nothing. I could be capable of doing nothing um, because uh, this is a this program allows the rest of my life to happen. So um, I prioritize this. Um, I get on my knees. I don't do it every day. I don't do it perfect. I do nothing perfectly, nothing perfectly. Um, but, um, you know, progress over perfection, and I don't think perfection will ever come. It's just always progress over perfection. Um, and, you know, small victories, small victories every day, small victories. And sometimes no victories, but, you know, I still keep still keep getting up. And, um, yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I've, uh, I, I want to say this one thing, and then I'll probably wrap up. I don't want to prolong this, but uh, um, I've been. I feel like every, every day, my higher power is right there, guiding me. Um, if I let him, um, I don't. I have to let go of the results of my life and I just have to keep taking the next indicated action and I can't plan what the next indicated action is. I'm a to-do list person. I'm an organized person. I am a person who is capable and not capable. (laughs) You know what I mean? And um, I can, you know, I can't live off of a to-do list, you know, but what I can do is just keep doing the next indicated action and surrender that my life is, is being divinely ordered by my higher power, who I call God, and he takes care of the results. And the results that he produces are amazing, better than I could have, I could have produced on my own. And um, so I have to keep getting up, you know, dusting myself off and just keep producing results. And if I'm struggling, um, I use the tools. Um, I make outreach calls. I go to meetings. I write. Um, I listen. Um, I pray. I meditate. Um, all the things imperfectly. And um, yeah, and life is good. You know, it has struggles, and life is good. Um, my higher power is with me. Um, my 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 life is big. Er. And um, it is not perfect. It is not a bed of roses. But I love my life, and I love the people in it, and I love my experiences. So um, this program allows me not to um, go against the current of life and just go with it. And I'm grateful because before I would eat over all that stuff. You know, I have access to my feelings now, and, um, and I don't have to eat over them. And um, I can communicate, share my feelings and listen and all those things, um, you know, all um, because of this wonderful program. And uh, with that, um, you know, if there's anyone new, um, 
So everything I said, just keep coming back. If you hear nothing else today, keep coming back. And with that, um, I'll stop sharing. Thank you.